0: This is Action Podcast with Paul Bailey and Sam Forsberg.
1: Hi, Paul. We're sort of approaching that, that festive Christmas and New Year's sort of season that's uh you know appearing in all the shops and and uh everything's gearing up for our, our christmas celebrations and whatnot and yet at the same time everything's a little bit overshadowed by the sense of the uncertainty and the economic mood at the moment so i'm just wondering if we can explore something that might help people to bring a bit of festive love lifting to their lives
0: Hi, Sam. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I mean, it's um, you, you're, you're definitely right. There is a, a almost a bit of a doom and gloom about Christmas and uh, the festivity period this this year. I think everybody's just worried about how they're going to cope and how they're going to be able to afford it. And, um, you know, there's a lot of expensive toys, games, clothes and perfumes out there at the moment. So it would be great to find out um, maybe some alternatives.
1: Absolutely. And and I think what we're going to explore tonight might actually allow you to find the perfect gifts for your loved ones without actually having to blow the budget or use up all your holiday time and that sort of thing. So can we start with a few few questions? Yeah,
0: absolutely. You've, you're, I'm sold already. So go for it. Give me the questions. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: Well, these five questions come from a 30-second assessment that um, is on a website called www.5lovelanguages.com, and they're from an author called Dr. Gary Chapman. And so I just want to run these five questions by you, or okay. five statements, actually, and then I'd like you to just sort of think about which one applies most for you. Mm. I feel especially loved when people express how grateful they are for me and for the simple everyday things I do. Okay. I feel especially loved when a person gives me undivided attention and spends time alone with me. Mm-hmm. I feel especially loved by someone who brings me gifts and other tangible expressions of love. Okay. I feel especially loved when someone pitches in to help me, perhaps by running errands or taking on some of my household chores. hmm or I feel especially loved when a person expresses feelings for me through physical contact.
0: Okay. That's, it's funny, actually, now that you've said those five, and I was thinking, oh, which one's it going to be? Which one's going to be? And it was actually, once you'd finished the five, really obvious to me. Because um, mm. of the ones that I didn't agree with, I quite strongly disagreed with. <laughs> Excellent. I can't think of anything worse than somebody doing that for me. Um, You know, if I want to do something myself, I'll do it myself because I do it properly and I do it my way. So don't help me. Um, But if then somebody says to me, oh, you did a really good job there. Thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate you. And that suddenly hit home with me. It's definitely the verbal -hmm. verbal affirmation that I've done something good and worthwhile.
1: Excellent. Well, for me personally, mine is actually... um, the quality time. So, when someone spends time, undivided attention and time alone with me and they've made made that, you know, a priority, then that's certainly a time when I feel most loved. Mm. Now, what's really interesting is that often with our family, our, our partners, our children, we'll all have different sort of preferences in this area. And so, at Christmas time, you know, we might sometimes feel pressured to spend loads and loads of time with, with the family or with, with um, you know, festive sort of activities or we might feel really pressured to to spend a load of money that we perhaps can't quite afford to do so on, you know, the latest and greatest gifts. Mm. And we might think that that's going to be expressing our deep love to family and friends when actually that might not be the case. So if we apply these, these sort of statements to our, our partners, for example – I know straight away that, that my partner um, is also uh, sort of the, with the verbal preference. So it's right. important for, for him to be appreciated verbally and to be told, you know, that, he, that I love him and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so something that, you know, I can work with there is is ways to to focus, um, you know, particularly in the festive season, ways to focus on appreciating what he's doing and, and telling him that I appreciate what he's doing and, um, because that's going to be mean more to him than if i go and you know book a whole week or more of holidays off to spend with him or yeah. if I you know buy him something expensive
0: so let me ask you then um, because if it's not something that you do naturally and it's not something that he is necessarily used to you doing how mm. are you going to break down that barrier on both sides on your side of you actually um, uh, proactively um, saying those verbal affirmations uh, on a more frequent basis but also breaking down the barrier of, of when when you say them to your partner partner that uh, your partner doesn't go what do you want <laughs> what, why, why are you being nice to me so what, what would be your plan of action there
1: well it really depends on the situation for me personally I'd you know probably sit down and have a, a chat with him and, and say look I've noticed that that we seem to have these different ways of, of expressing love and you know the, does, does this resonate as what yours is and, and this is what mine is? So, you know, how can we work with those and and sort of, you know, find a, a great balance that, that means we both feel loved and appreciated? Right. Um, but actually, if I wanted to do it more naturally, then, it, you know, you're right, it is going to be a bit of a challenge for me to to verbally be expressing things because it, it isn't quite so natural. Mm. Um, so just by picking one thing a day where I actually make an effort to verbalise that I appreciate him, because I certainly do, and I notice the things he does or, you know, things he's he's achieved and, and that sort of thing, but I don't necessarily put that then into words. So mm. it's just, a, a, you know sort of starting out with maybe one thing a day and then towards christmas even making it almost like a you know a, a sort of a, a funky personal advent calendar is just to to think up you know focus on different things every day to tell him that i appreciate him
0: yeah i must admit uh, be, being a, a, an auditory type uh, receiver i guess is the best way to describe me then in that case uh, <laughs> which basically means i like <laughs> being told things that are nice um i think probably the the, the golden rule is please and thank yous um really make a big difference to somebody like me if, if mm. i've done anything um uh, or uh, commented on something or or spoken to you then a please or a thank you or some kind of a response back um one of the this is quite funny actually one of the things that suddenly come to my mind is that when i'm talking to my partner if i say something mm-hmm. and my partner decides to think about responding and sort of having a little bit of internal conversation i get very <laughs> upset and very angry and very um, dejected because i feel like i'm being ignored uh, yes. and so it's quite interesting to, to to now notice that since our discussion that um that's what it is i like to be told things whether it's even yes no m- maybe please thank you whatever it is it's the communication the response back that i'm actually dying for basically
1: Absolutely, and, and this is one of the other brilliant things about understanding You know that we, we've got a primary love language that might not be the same as, as the person that we're interacting with because um, if our primary love language is actually having something negative applied to it, then it will be much, much stronger. So, for example, if, um, if someone broke or threw out a gift that I gave them, I'm not going to be that happy about it, especially if it was expensive, but I'm not going to be that Bothered. Whereas if I've put time aside and to, to organise a really special dinner or to, to spend quality one-on-one time with someone, you know, to give them a gift and they cancel at the last minute or mm. spend half the time thinking about something else or watching television, you know, whilst they're trying to talk to me or doing something that's, that's not really giving me their full attention, then I'm going to be a lot more upset about it yes. because that, that's negative to, to my specific preference.
0: Mm. Interesting. So, um, so how are we going to uh, put some of this um, effort into practice over the festive period and make people feel loved without necessarily spending the earth on them?
1: Well, if there is somebody whose preference is the sort of tangible gifts and 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 um, those sorts of ways of exp- you know expressing and receiving love, then you know you could actually look at perhaps buying lots of little gifts or giving a few smaller gifts in the lead up to christmas rather than feeling like you need to spend a fortune and blow the bank on a very expensive gift actually probably doing it with a, a little bit more thought a little bit more time in advance would make those gifts more meaningful and if you know if somebody is more verbal then you know what what sort of things do you think would would really do it for
0: you this Christmas for someone to express their love? Well, if for me, if it was to, to focus on me and my needs, which is a great, uh, great way of thinking about it for me, because it's so selfish and I can discuss it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It, you know, the first thing I thought about was, well, oh, we could go out for a meal. Um, But then, you know you're you're spending the extra money um which is something that we want to try and avoid this uh, this year mm. um just simply having a meal at home but not having a meal sat in front of the TV with your your um trays on your laps and things like that watching a a movie or something but yeah. um actually you know, pulling the dining table out, having candles lit and and sit down and put some nice music on the background, and pretend almost like you had guests and that mm. you were giving them, so it almost satisfies your your need i guess for for the the one to one time um yeah. but in in my, for my scenario that would that would satisfy my need because it would provoke conversation and and intimacy and and discussion and and hopefully <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'd have to cook the meal, and then I get the compliments afterwards. That would probably just do it, uh, wouldn't it?
1: Yes. Well, I was I was thinking about that, and even you know being told what a lovely idea it is is something that that feels like that would probably you know help you to feel appreciated. You know, and and certainly for me, having quality time one on one like that would be definitely my preference too.
0: Mm. Yeah. I'm not so sure I want to do this on a daily basis, though. Maybe I need to work out a way that I can sort of fit it in so it actually makes a difference, but doesn't seem out of the ordinary. So it becomes Mm. a regular occurrence, but not necessarily so every day that it becomes almost expected
1: yes well the the real thing the real key here is the appreciation and and when you understand what your love language is and and what your your partners or your family's love languages are, then you actually are able to appreciate more the the things that they do even if they don't necessarily fully match your your preference and and likewise you're able to to just slightly tailor your your actions or or your gifts in a way that that will sort of match their preference too and often what you'll find is that you know even if you don't have a direct discussion about this with someone they'll they'll start picking up on it because they'll be feeling more loved and then they'll start doing you know things that that will uh you know be designed to to express their love to you more as well so it it actually ends up being a, a really sort of positive cycle where everybody starts getting their love tank topped up even more
0: fantastic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that sounds brilliant well we're just about at the end of our podcast for this evening sam so thank you very much it's a fantastic uh, um, few little tidbits there for the up and coming festive period so i'll put a few links on the website so that people know where to go and i maybe put a little survey on there so people can uh, ask their questions of themselves and we'll we'll see mm. what other people think and what they come out as
1: absolutely well, I think we'll all enjoy a Christmas a lot more loved up.
0: <laughs> Sounds good to me. Thanks, Sam. Take care.
1: <laughs> Cheers, Paul. So, just to summarise our funky cast for our listeners tonight, the three key points are to Identify your own primary love language and the preference of those people who are most important to you to then get a little creative on the the Christmas gifts or the festive activities that you uh, do with your loved ones um, and tailor them to to their preference, their love language. And thirdly, for the person who's most special to you in your life, you can do a a sort of an advent calendar countdown where every day for the countdown to Christmas, you do something little that just contributes to, to or works with their preference and their primary love language. And I can guarantee that by Christmas time they're going to be feeling well loved up enjoy it